Welcome back to Biff, a podcast about superhero movies, TV shows, and animated instructional videos. My name is Dan <laughs> Morin, and I am joined, as always, by my fellow variants. John Moltz is here. Hi, John. I, I want you to know that, in as Dan knows, I, I sign on to these things on the web instead of using the app because I'm a weirdo. Um, so it made me fill out a CAPTCHA before I... Um, before I got onto this call, and um, I so I passed the test as to whether or not I'm a machine. Okay, I mean so. to your knowledge, <laughs> to my knowledge. Well, yeah. also to the machine's knowledge. <laughs> right. That doesn't make me feel. I better. was not. I was not exploded from the inside out. Okay. Well, that's. I'm glad to hear that. It would make podcasting a lot harder. Guy English is also here. Hi, Guy. I I love that we have two episodes this week, both of which feature time travel and animated se- segments. That's uh, true. It's, Synergy, that's right. That's corporate right. synergy. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it's it's funny. It's like Legends is I don't want to call it low budget, but you know it's it's the uh, the it's lower budget. The, it's the Garage Band version of like Loki in some ways. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is true. I, there are some similarities. Well, so as Guy has already alluded to, we're doing double duty this week. Uh, we're going to cover both the premiere of loki on disney plus but first before we get to our recap of that but before we get to loki we're going to do a recap of this week's legends of tomorrow which john is going to take care of we'll sort of uh do that yeah. in some quick time and then we'll we'll spend some more time this talking be, about loki. Uh, this will be at one 1.5 speed at least yeah okay. oh good we have to talk faster <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I hope I don't, because my, my notes are sparse. Um, so Astra is having a hard time being immortal in the 80s. John's no help, so she's going to sell some stuff from the attic when she finds a talking portrait of Aleister Crowley, played by Matt Lucas, which is fun. He uh, he te- tries to teach her magic. She puts Crowley in John's body to speed up the process. He uh, Crowley wants to find the Fountain of Imperium, which is some alien magic thing. Sarah meets Bishop, who gives her an antidote uh, to her bite and says that he wants to restart humanity, and that's why he was kidnapping people for the material in order to do that. He tries to get, uh, she tries to get uh, the Ava clone to realize, realize that she's human. The legends show up at the house and um, bug Astra, so she zaps them into objects. She needs a live human soul to charge an amulet they ma- that she and Crowley made, and she tricks her jerk neighbor into coming over she can't bring herself to do it but crowley does it and the amulet prevents her from putting him back into the portrait then he turns her into a cartoon she gets a song spell of her mother's from the attic and that helps her put crowley back in the portrait then the uh, spell uh, but the spell also takes away john's magic Uh, The Ava clone tricks Sarah into leading Bishop into the ship where the DNA samples from each creature are stored. And uh, she kills Bishop, but Sarah kills Bishop, but then wakes up in his workshop again. And he's there. (gasps) The end. Yeah. And there's a song. (laughs) There are a few songs. It's a little musical. It's very, uh, it's Disney. It's very Disney princess, right? I mean, that's kind of the the pastiche that they're doing. Yeah. Well, they've got a candlestick. They've got a fork. I I can't even remember what movie that is. It's Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Beast, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed, (laughs) I enjoyed, (laughs) I think I, you know, we talked a little bit about previous episodes, perhaps feeling a little like uninspired. Uh, and I will say, 
nothing probably made me laugh harder in this episode than the scene where Nate, who is a wheel of cheese, still turns into metal. <laughs> yes. yes. I thought that was that's, very, very that's funny. That's that they can do because it's not... It's, it's not, they're already it's just a wheel of the, cheese. It's not any harder to do a metal animated cheese than it is to do a regular cheese. Uh, also, Bayrod as the candlestick thing was... He has a couple good yes. moments where he tries to like, talk her out of doing stuff that... that I don't know. He does a great voice for that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And it's just yeah, the I've... whole thing is fun. And Ava's a binder. <laughs> yes. Yep. yep, of course. Which is perfect I, for yeah, her. It's so perfect. Uh, yeah, I really do feel like they took some water out of the other buckets and put it into this one. If that's even is yeah. that a metaphor. Who knows? It is now. Uh, this yeah. one's stuffed, stuffed to the gills with like... <laughs> mixed metaphors with uh with just good interesting fun stuff fun writing smart stuff uh i didn't think we'd move the sarah plot along because she uh, katie loss was directing it uh but you know we we learn a lot more about the world that she's actually in like we do get reset to one at the end you know like we start with her in the room with bishop there and then blah 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 and we end with her in the room with bishop there and right we don't do much except a bit of exposition about what his goal is kind of thing. Uh, uh, but the, uh, but that's okay. It moves along a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm a huge fan of Astra. I love that actress. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's I know, really good. Okay. I mean, I wasn't really much of a fan of her before, but this, this really fleshed I, her I, out and, and the whole sort of working girl um, thing mm-hmm. was, was great in the beginning. I mean, that whole, like she's just, she's just a demon trying to make it in this world. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed was giving her giving that character room to breathe by like because we didn't really see her much after the premiere, and so yeah. having a moment for her like she's been in hell all this time, she doesn't quite know how she fits into the real world. Throwing her immediately in with the legends, especially when they also added Spooner, I think was going to be giving her short shrift. So you needed a reason more organically why she would end up trusting them and hanging out with them and i thought this episode did a really great job of sort of fleshing that out and giving her her own little arc for yeah, yeah, why she yeah. may team up with them now yeah right. she was she's uh, I don't maybe this is the wrong way to say it but she's effectively a tertiary character and they gave her a whole episode to run with and she did a great job like that whole working girl bit at the beginning you know she's she really does seem put upon and trying to do her best and like uh, guess what? Constantine's being a dick because that's, you know, that's his shtick. Um, and I don't know. I I, I felt it believable. I mean, as, <laughs> as believable as an animated episode is going to be. But, uh, I, you know, I sort of understood her motivations and as things spiral uh, and, and get worse, I, I understand that too. It, in some ways, they did a better job explaining her heel turn than they did Vader. And it's a similar situation, right? Like, 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 <laughs> Put it put upon, gets a sense of power, starts going down the dark path until, you know, eventually has to, you know, turn it around to to save the people he loves or she loves in this case. The difference Uh, being like, you know, Astra makes the decision when, you know, it comes time to sacrifice the soul of her admittedly racist, terrible neighbor. She can't do it. She can't even do that. And uh, I I thought that was it was a nice moment because they take it kind of all the way up to the edge. Uh, yeah. Oh my God! Is she really going to do this? Well, she lived in hell for a long time. I mean, there's right. You right. can understand. You that you, yeah, I didn't think she was going to do it really, right. well, uh, but you believe that she could do it. Right? Yeah, yeah. I thought she had it there, you know. And uh, that guy did a great job too. Like that is up, like yeah. British upper crust racism written all over it. Like that snooty, you know, looking down his nose at everybody kind of thing. 
Mm-hmm. They, they mm-hmm. thought he did a really good job. Yeah, and I thought that uh, um, that John called out Matt Lucas, who I even seeing his name in the credits and figuring he was the one who did Crowley's voice, I was like listening for it and was like, doesn't even sound like him, really. <laughs> like he's doing a good job with it. Like I mean, I knew him from Doctor Who, and I know him from the he's one of the hosts of the Great British Bake Off in the most recent years, I think. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and he's his voice, I think, is very distinct, but it did not. He was doing. A bit more of a, a like yeah a put on there, yeah. which I thought was great. He looked at I me. Mean, he sounded a little bit familiar, but not like I, I certainly couldn't place him. And I just, so I plus just about looked, I mean, half the time like, oh, it's, it's Matt Lucas. Plus about half the time it's just Matt Ryan doing a different voice. Yeah, yeah. and he yeah. did a fantastic job. I enjoy. I enjoy Matt Ryan yeah. a lot. I think he's yeah he's always a delight. And his his affectation as Crowley was just wonderful. Yeah. It's yeah, also funny definitely. to me, this is the second DC-related show I've watched this year with Aleister Crowley being a character in it, because <laughs> he, uh, he is a recurring in, character in Pennyworth. Oh, Pennyworth. Oh, right. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Said, yeah, right. Remember you mentioned that. He's a very different... He's a very young, handsome kind of evil character on that show, which is very distinct from, from who he actually is, as we know, because John sent us pictures of him after looking him up in Wikipedia. Oh yeah, maybe five or six weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, and that portrait is more accurate. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty technical episode. Uh, <laughs> I kind of part of me really wanted them to go full Garage Band and like uh, do the is it Conan O'Brien where they just cut out the lips and they like that old <laughs> shtick where you've got oh, the yeah, photograph yeah. and you just and you just move the lips and just go full, right. you know, yep. just yep. Make a joke out of it, uh, because his like if like Crowley's claymation, yeah, yeah, Crowley, yeah, that would have been awesome. But Crowley's like eyebrows weren't moving; it was just his lips. Like they were clearly just doing a Photoshop mesh manipulation thing on it, and it looked a little janky. But I thought uh, it was good though. It was fine. They, it, it did. Yeah, I thought it was great it for the show. Out of place in Loki. From- <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, which is right. great, and I, I really it's do. Perfectly enjoy fine it. for this show. One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, so there's that, and then Constantine's in there. There's a bunch of random visual effects. It's a whole animated thing. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. I don't know. Do I don't know why the portrait changes to Constantine when Crowley when he. I mean, and there's a question of as, as to why why people change. I guess I, it's the soul. I guess yeah. it's the soul. Yeah. I guess that I, makes sense. Yeah, of kind of. Uh, who cares? It's, not, it's a visual cue. Yeah, no, I mean, I just you know. No, no, I'm interested that there was consistency. Visual cue. Visual cue. I didn't let it bother me, and I only just figured out that it's the soul. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Apparently. Um, But yeah, sorry, just to the technical point, uh, that's a lot to bite off for. I don't know. That's probably not her first episode directing, but like. No. She directed before, right? I think she directed one last season. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's quite a lot to bite off for a, uh, you know, for any director. And so, yeah. and the fact that she's in it too, I'm managing all of that and making sure the art department does the right thing. And cool, it, yeah, that, that, you know, all around, pretty great. I uh, I appreciated this. So, though I do not watch this show, there's a joke about Sarah having to watch the 15 seasons of Winona Earp, uh, <laughs> yes. which apparently because that show had a Sarah Lance like call out at one point. Because that show oh, also has a oh, lot of oh no oh no did the, the the website go crazy the um 
What's the, what's the website that is so very concerned about plot holes? <laughs> well, the plot hole is that it's only got 15 seasons. It, it only has four seasons, I think, in the yeah. real world. And I think right, it's right. it's technically finished, too. But I think that yeah. that show 15 had 15 is a shout out to Supernatural, though. Yeah, I no, I, th- I think that, yeah, yeah. And I think that the Winona Earp thing was a, like, the, the creators of that show are fans of Legends. So they had, like, a joke in there about one of the characters yeah. potentially being attracted to Sarah Lance. Because I guess there are a lot of uh lesbian characters on that show (laughs) yeah so yeah i thought that was it was funny and i'm sure people who watch both shows and i imagine there's some crossover (laughs) oh definitely i'm sure there is it's a good show i watched a bunch of it i never i didn't i got got past the first season they they, they said something about like what you know becomes something so maybe i should get pick it up again she makes fun of the first season but didn't get into the second season very far Hmm. she yeah sarah even makes well kind of fun of the show like lovingly because they're talking about themselves at the same time she says yeah the first season didn't really know right right by the second season it kind of picked up which is right 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 so perfect yeah that was pretty good uh Yeah, there's, so there's a there's a lot good here. I think this was a solid episode. It it feels like the plot's moving a little bit more, and we're getting our characters together, and you know, <laughs> kind of see where it goes from here. And we've got our at least one, if not two, big bads. It's kind of like I feel like Crowley we haven't seen the last of, and uh, yeah, Bishop obviously not. is is set up to be sort of our big. He's from an he so he created Ava too. Is the other thing, right? Yeah that uh and he is uh so i guess he's from that future wherever the future she came from where they yeah i was trying to figure out what like i i so i must have missed something about like why he has to recreate humanity well he talks about that everybody else is dead destroyed yeah Yeah, everyone's dead yeah it's unclear i mean was that explained at some point (laughs) i don't know if we ever found that out okay (laughs) i mean he didn't say he didn't say nuclear savage (laughs) Mm. You know what? I actually thought for a second that they were going to make him Vandal Savage, like some kind of recreated. It weirdo. would be kind of funny if they circled back to that. I mean, they did yeah. that great joke about it. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, when he's in hell, be, <laughs> when he's in just, hell, yeah, and he's a sweetheart. Yeah, mm-hmm. was he sweetheart? I don't know. I well, yeah, he was funny. He, loved, he yeah. was like, I love those guys. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, apparently I just Googled, or I looked through the, uh, the season three when Ava was introduced plot summaries. And, uh, I think you find out that she is from 2213 where she's mass produced by a conglomerate. That's when they meet the rest of the clones. And I think Rip took that one Ava clone. Yeah. The bureaucrat yeah. model we were told today or bureaucrat or manager model. I think, um, do we think Bishop is <laughs> Like Bishop from Aliens kind of thing. Like is like is a, he a robot? Is he akin to is yeah? Is, I don't is know, put him the, the Bishop bot and Ava bot kind of yeah? Put him put him in the Loki machine. I couldn't yeah. figure out if that was the case or if all her her entire escape was like imagined or you know it was unclear yeah. to me whether she yeah because she passes out at one point and everything then that happens after she passes out. I had wondered if any of that was real or was all like a virtual reality or just in her imagination or something like that. But I don't think we know yeah. that yet. I'm going to have to go with what we saw is what happened because the other half of the show was so trippy. I don't, I don't know. I fell, I fell into this trap too in, uh, with WandaVision when um, Agnes is in the car and she's acting all spaced mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. I, like, oh, yeah, right. I feel like I'm okay with being tricked, but, you know, when you're, a character is just totally lying to you, it, I feel like it's a little bit unfair. Uh, and so in this case, like, if she was all, like, we would now then have to go back and retcon this entire episode for her 
and say that it was just her imagination, which feels a little unfair when we've also got animation and weird stuff going on on the other side. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think we'll have I, to I kind of want the- something. I want something to hold on to that I can actually believe happens in this episode. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I, I guess my theory had been like, it was an example of like, well, let's see what she would do if she were, you know, free oh. essentially and like observe that in some fashion i mean which is kind of what oh, they like did she's it's still a, in them like she's maybe still in the pot on the ship kind of thing and she's i don't know i mean uh, clearly yeah, I, I i don't know i mean but like we so we don't know what the deal is if he's a clone or a robot or super powerful or what and i think that's the when that yeah, gets part revealed, of the mystery. better idea yeah, yeah exactly right uh let's do a quick, uh, quick rating exactly, unless there's exactly anything else gonna say. Yeah. all right <laughs> nope Guy, you want to kick us off? Uh, strong Biff. This is a, I really enjoyed this one after having sort of been sour on the past two, uh, particularly the last one. I felt like they kind of fell that one in. Uh, this was great. They clearly spent a lot of time on it. They invested in it. The story was great. The acting was great. Uh, I really, really did enjoy Master, and it was great to see her be able to carry a whole episode. Uh, wonderful. Uh, uh, all around Biff. John? Yeah, uh, same, because it feels like they put a lot of heart into this. I mean, and and, and, and the goofiness was still there, um, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> in spades. And, you know, learning about the character and her motivations was really good and helped me appreciate a character that I don't think I did before. So, yeah, yeah def- definite biff. Yeah, I'll round that with a biff. I, I also appreciated that they sort of intercut this with the previous episodes. To kind of explain like what was going on uh, while the legends were off doing their stuff, because like John keeps popping in in his various outfits yes. from previous yes. episodes. Yeah, yeah. Right, um, right, right, right. So smart writing choice why... to let us know that she didn't go crazy immediately. She's been dealing right. with this garbage for like for ages. weeks, yeah. right? Like the seat, <laughs> the sink leaking, and and not having any money yeah. and all of that. Uh, and John's gallivanting around time, and it also explains. Right. I think we did not have him in the previous episode. Yeah, and I think you know. So that also explains the overlap because, and then the the legends come in after Mick has stolen the Wave Rider because right. they were trying to find their way to Constantine's house. So it all kind of interleaves, which I thought was a nice structural bit. But I, yeah, it's a Biff uh, moves plot forward, and and we have a better idea of what's going on. And it was just fun and wacky, which is what we come to expect from the show. So we'll see uh, next week. We'll have a uh, a brief recap of uh, the episode Bishop's Gambit, which presumably will. <laughs> explain a little bit more of what's going on with our villain this season i just uh, i just realized it's a shout out to queen's gambit yes yes and then i episode, stared at that title before and i'm like that seems familiar but okay the on, episode no. after yeah. that is called back to the finale part two so uh i don't know time travel i guess <laughs> it's a show about time travel hey <laughs> guys you know what else is a show about time travel yeah yes I, wait 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 i want them the finale to be the season one finale that's what i want oh jesus <laughs> That would be a lot. Just insert them back into like season one finale. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think they should happened. revisit level or season one at some point. I think that would be. Fun. I mean, I if they get a chance to kill Haw- Hawkman, they should. They <laughs> should do so. It would be. It also just be funny to have them show up again, like in some, you know, in yeah. a new. <laughs> in yeah. a new what, is, format, what is wrong but... with you guys? Uh, <laughs> we want to re. We want to re, re. It's a time travel show, and it, we can rewrite season one. That's right. Yeah, I would. I would take a season moon. one. I would take a season one do-over. It would be way funnier this time. Oh, it would be great. Like, you know, 
<laughs> maybe they maybe they go back oh they it's it's too complicated to do like an avenger style thing but like <laughs> right <laughs> if they're if they're back they're just sort of making fun of themselves the whole time that'd be fun avenging is dumb that's right <laughs> that's what i've heard uh anyway all right let's uh uh, shift gears and move over uh, through our other time travel to Loki, which I think Guy has uh, taken on the recap duties for this week. The premiere on Disney Plus. Speaking of time travel, I I do have notes. Uh, they're not as exhaustive as usual because I knew we had to do two shows. So uh, I am going to skip stuff, come back in, and fill in. Details we probably do later. do too much recap anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's a very gentle why, why change way to now? tell me that I've that I've been screwing it up. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I, mean, I think we all do. I'm not, not trying I know, to I know, single I know. you out. That's, that's why people listen. <laughs> okay, uh, Loki. Uh, what's it called? Glorious Purpose. I didn't want, write that down, but yeah, uh, Glorious Purpose yeah. is the name of the episode, which is okay. which is very good. Yeah, it's great. Um, we open with a recap of the events of Endgame that led to Loki escaping with the Tesseract. Uh, he falls to Earth in Mongolia in the Gobi Desert, where he is soon captured by the TVA using a fun slow-mo stick. Great scene. Uh, <laughs> I love that he I love that he picks himself off the sand, finds the closest rock to stand on, because yeah, it yeah. just puts him a little bit. It's like like half a foot to like a foot and, above and him. And he so, practice his lines, right? So he's like, ah, yes, let me sp- just reuse my speech. Yeah, He just does the same speech that he just did the last movie. It's so <laughs> perfect. It's hilarious. Uh, anyway, the TVA deploys a reset device, which we see activating, but we don't see what it actually does. Uh, Loki does look back at it, and it, I read horror on his face, so I'm not Maybe he's just confused. Yeah, we're going to talk about the reset them. devices because I think those are yes. important. Yes. Yes. I think That's, those are very important. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, those are MacGuffins for sure. Um, uh, so he's taken to booking where he's showing how the time twister works when he tries to run away and he gets uh, rebound in time. Uh, the Tesseract is put into evidence. Uh, during processing, he's disrobed and given a TVA variant uniform. Uh, jumpsuit, I guess. Uh, after he signs off on everything he's ever said, which I love that he doesn't bother checking it because it's just coming off the printer. Like, I feel like I could do that practical joke to somebody. Where <laughs> Sign here. Anyway, he signs off on everything he's ever said and has his uh, temporal aura measured, uh, which is the, uh, the anti-robot. I don't think it's the yeah. anti-robot booth. Do, it just do, has a... Did you not think like, that was... Are, it's like, are you wearing a pacemaker kind of I, check? I you assumed know? that was a tacit <laughs> LMD joke. Yeah, that's uh, what maybe. I thought, too. Uh, about, like, anyway. how many people don't know their robots... <laughs> like yeah. to me that yeah. read like there was that there were a lot of little easter egg jokes here like that one was funny and then when he gets his clothes removed he refers to it as fine as guardian leather which felt like a ricardo montebaum fine yeah. corinthian yes. leather leather joke sure. which i thought was pretty good mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's perfect there's so many little fun gags that's why i decided like you know what i'm just gonna sketch it and i'm sure we'll you know, chat it all up as we go. Um, anyway, he sets up, uh, uh, he gets his temporal aura measured, uh, and he's off to wait in line with a deli ticket. Um, I like that he actually took the ticket. Because it's like, move. whatever. Like, like <laughs> well, good thing. Well, yeah, I mean, he kind of has to in a way, you know? Like, I know, but <laughs> it's like the other guy didn't. For them didn't, to do and, the joke. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I love that he, I love that he argues with the guy, and then I think... I've been in this situation too. It's like you know what? This has cost me nothing to do, so I'm just going to do it. So yeah, I don't yeah, have to yeah. argue with and you. It's, you know, it's like this guy's—it's this guy's little fiefdom. So exactly. I really wanted yeah, to fine. know 
I wanted to know what that other guy, how that other guy ended up there. Like, I was just very curious about yes. the guy. It was like talking about like his, was like <laughs> my, his dad works dad, at Goldman my Sachs. Dad's on the board of Goldman yeah. Sachs. Yeah, and, and then the guy's <laughs> the guy's name was Martin, and I kept I thought of Martin uh, Scarelli, like the the, the oh, douchebag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's seriously veiled, but he also kind of has that weird haircut. Anyway, whatever. Uh, that guy's just there to demonstrate that you know they don't mess around. Yeah, you don't you right. don't have a lot of leeway here. Um, Anyway, it's here where we're introduced to the TVA via Miss Minutes, uh, a, cartoon, a cartoon explanation of their purpose in history. Uh, we learn that a Nexus event is a break of the timeline, which can lead eventually to a creation of a multiverse, which we're told is bad because there'd been a big war and the Time Masters. Is that what we're calling them? Time Keepers. Thank you. Time Keepers, right. I've, I, got, I got Time Lords in my head. I'm I know. Like, oh, I was, I I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Also, aren't the Time Masters the Legends? <laughs> Yes, that's so. it. Yeah. That's so. it. Yeah, I had time like keepers, too much time lords, time lo- time masters. Like what's left? Yeah, we got yeah. throw yeah, a word I in had there. Too much. Also, too I don't know if you guys caught the wording. I, I didn't catch it till the second. Cause I caught the nexus yeah. thing, which of course we saw Madness. referenced in in uh, Wandavision um, with the pill, the nexus pill. Um, right. But the yes, yes, guy, madness. Yes, they said the multiverse war could lead to madness. Ah, a multiverse of madness, yeah. you mm-hmm. might say. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, which is great. And clearly, I mean, they they pre-announced that title the God a while man. ago, like a, yeah, like a, like yeah. a year ago, kind of. But thing, it does know? feel so, like this is setting up for a lot. I mean, between what we've heard with the Doctor Strange and with the um, Spider-Man movie, I'm kind of curious yeah, right. how much this is playing into it. Does seem yeah. like a setup for sure. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, just a sort of an aside. I want to give a Piper Award to Miss Minutes, who already it's has Tara a stack Strong. full of Piper Awards. Yeah, Tara Strong. Yeah. She's played. I mean, she played young Clark Kent in Superman. Whatever. She's played everything. Just Supergirl. Her, her in a voiceover. bunch of the DCAU stuff. Like, yeah, she's just done all over stuff. the place. Real like voice act, like voice acting celebrity kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I then roll the title card, which is a series of Loki with different fonts for each letter, which I think is interesting. Um, when we come back, we find Owen Wilson in a church examining a crime scene. Uh, a group of TVA agents uh, have been murdered, and it is the sixth such attack in a week. Uh, he f- notices a little girl who witnessed stuff, and he goes and asks her about it. It's a boy. It's a boy. Is it a boy? It is a boy. I did not get that yeah. until the second yeah, I chimed through. I wasn't positive, and I checked the... Yeah, I mean... Oh uh, okay. well, what, okay, it whatever. Doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, and who cares? They can grow up to be yeah. however they want to be. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why. I, maybe it was a long hair, and who cares? <laughs> and, and angelic face with like creepy blue teeth. Which yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad they explained because when I saw it the blue teeth, really I'm like, weird. I'm like, this is this is weird. I'm not feeling good about this. But then they explained it because she'd just been her. He'd just been. They had just been eating gum. Um. Did you guys? I have a question. Sorry, I know I keep interrupting. But no, no. did you guys? Did you guys get at this point what was happening? Because I, I immediately figured out. Like, it was the thing where he said they were all stabbed, and then I was like, uh, "Who do we know who stabs people?" And then he points when right. he is pointing to the picture of the devil to say who did it. I was like, "Boy, the they horns. really made." And the fact he's wearing the green and yellow, 
yeah. like uh, outfit on the in the picture. Yeah. I was like, all right, so Loki has killed these people, but well, which I, I, which I, I Loki? Mean, I, didn't, I didn't think. Well, I sort of thought. Well, wait, does this take place earlier or wait? Is this, I think like, there's fifteen eighty one. When does this happen? I mean, I know, I know. Yeah, I mean, I know that, but I was trying to figure out because this is the first time we see Luke Wilson. It was like, is this or a Owen flashback or Owen? Well, yeah, oh, okay. we don't see Luke Wilson. I don't think it's a flashback, um, but I think the question is, yeah, no, what it's not. Sequence? It's not, it's, but, it's but, not because but it a guy but it comes in. But with, when it, Yes, who died when it became later. Clear, yeah. When it became clear that it wasn't a, ba- a flashback, I was like, okay, then th- then I kind of dropped the idea that it was Loki for some reason. Um, yeah, I think only, I... Only, uh, to have it, only to have it come up at the end. Right. I, right. I found myself yeah. suspicious about it just because I'm like, all right, why does he want to recruit him, etc. And I also, it, you know, even though we know, you know, chronologically when those things have taken place in terms of like the overall timeline, what we don't know is like the events that things are unfolding, right? Like how many... Right. Are there other Loki variants? How many have there been? When did that happen? Could it be this Loki who traveled back from a different point? Like when you're dealing with well, time okay, travel, so there are a lot of wait, questions. Let's, let's let's go. We'll go to conspiracy yeah, we'll keep going there. Later. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so anyway, at the end of that scene, after he's uh, finished talking to uh, the Wee One, um, uh, Kablooey gum seemed funny to me. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, uh, sends the kid outside. You know. Whatever, we'll talk about him after. Uh, we get another agent come through a gateway and hand him uh, a, a clipboard. Maybe it was Alex. I didn't look closely. And Alex is like, <laughs> Alex is like those creatures in Doctor Who that when you see him and then they leave, you've forgotten oh, yeah, you've ever seen him. You just forget. <laughs> yeah, that's who Alex is. So maybe that was Alex. I don't know. Anyway, he gets, he, he gets a clipboard with the news that um, uh, Loki has been apprehended. Our Loki, at least. We don't know. But Loki's been apprehended. Oh, and if you look on the, uh, speaking of little boy slash little girl slash whatever, uh, if you look on the, uh, I paused it, and if you look at the, the sheet, uh, it says his sex is uh, fluid, which yes. is interesting and could be yeah. uh, a hint of things to come. Uh, anyway, uh, during his hearing, uh, Loki shows nothing but contempt for the TVA, uh, but is remanded to the custody of Mobius by the judge, uh, as Mobius is clearly friendly with her. Uh, we also discover that magic doesn't work inside the TVA as he starts flexing like a goofball, and it really cracks up our main TVA agent. Did we we didn't get her name, did we? Oh, I know she's judge? credited. As, no, well, no, a no, the, both uh, of them. I don't. The woman. I don't oh, the, the Hunter B fifteen is it? Yeah, it's, oh yeah, that's right. Right. I think that's all. Uh, I think that's all she's credited. I've seen. Her, I looked her up because I. She was in Lovecraft Country. Um, yeah, she's great. She's, she's really good. Really good. Uh, Wunmi Mosaku. And I looked her up because I, w- and I saw an interview with her where she introduced me, like, I'm playing Hunter B15 or whatever. I'm like, all right, oh, okay. I guess not much of a name beyond yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like, like, she's been such a stern uh, officer of the law up until that point. But when she sees him flexing, she just got this little smile on her face. Like, yeah, this, right. this idiot. <laughs> I love this guy. Anyway, so, you know, ground rules. We've been learning... This has been a great info for, uh, intro for any number of reasons. Uh, but we've learned how the time twister works. We've learned what the purpose of the TVA is. And now we learn that magic does not work when you're at the TVA. Cool. Establishing ground rules. Um, then we're taken to uh, time theater number five. And uh, Loki is shown his life uh, by Mobius. Uh, life up until the end of Avengers, effectively, uh, so far. Then uh, he, <laughs> he tries to attack Mobius, but he's rewound again. Uh, Mobius and Loki discuss what his motivations are and what he wants to do. He wants to be king of Earth and then space. 
And this is why you hire Luke Wilson. He's amazing. We'll talk more about him. Also Owen so, Wilson. You hired them both. Also still Owen. Oh, yeah. God damn it. Still Owen. Do you know what? You know what's funny? It, as I was saying that sentence, I noted to myself that you had screwed up. So I inverted. I'm going to put a post-it note for the remainder of this show. I'm putting a post-it note up over my desk here that says That's, Owen. It's perfect. Yeah. God, I screwed that up Man. Because so uh, I, mean, I had it and I inverted it because I'm a dummy. Anyway. Andrew Wilson gets no love. It's a shame. No. No. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Uh, anyway, uh, he explains that choice, uh, Loki explains that uh, choice and freedom are ultimately oppressive. Uh, you know, philosophy that, I, whatever, it has roots, I can understand it, but it's, it's bad and it's yeah, wrong, right. obviously. It's, you know. it's, it's not okay. But, you know. No, it's definitely, <laughs> definitely not okay. <laughs> uh, 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 Mobius keeps asking Loki if he enjoys hurting people, uh, but, you know, he's, he's evasive and he doesn't answer. Um, Loki lies, right? Oh, Dan? Or, yeah, oh, okay. God, all yeah. The, what you I mean, all the, all the time. time. He's not a Vulcan. Yeah. <laughs> well, I couldn't and remember. Even Vulcans if, lie. The, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, they exaggerate. Well, I like, I mean, um, I thought that was something. <laughs> although, they although they great track lie. reference. I'm glad you got yeah. a track in there. Yeah. yeah. It was summed up very well in that conversation they have in the elevator, right? Where he's like, right. I don't like to yes. talk. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, you like to lie. And you just did because we both know you love to talk. Right. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I couldn't remember if they tried to write him with that. Almost, you know, like the TV show Luther kind of thing, where he's not honest and he's messing with you, but what he says actually kind of checks out from a certain point of view. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Ooh, no Star Wars lies. reference. He lies yeah. all the time. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. I mean, it's not like I was going to trust the guy with my keys or anything, so... Uh, if he's, br- if he's breathing, he's lying. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, okay. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, being evasive. Uh... We're then showing a remarkably re- accurate reenaction of the D.B. Cooper. <laughs> Let me try that again. We're then showing a remarkably accurate reenaction of the D.B. Cooper hijacking, uh, <laughs> which he did apparently because he lost a bet to Thor, which is fun. <laughs> I, enjoy, I enjoyed that. Why? It's weird, like, and I, I enjoyed know, it. I don't know what kind of bet that is, but that's okay. I don't, you don't need I, to explain it. I don't know. I love the idea of Thor coming up with like, okay, well, yeah. if you lose this one, if I can't lift this. <laughs> You've got to go steal $700,000, $200,000, $200,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I can't lift this boulder, Earth, then you have yeah. to go to Earth and hijack a plane and steal a bunch like that is that's <laughs> thor reaching like he's way going it out must there. have been like i bet you can't like like go to earth oh maybe steal. i don't know well it no because seems- he says he did it because he lost a bit which is anyway yeah who cares who cares dumb infinitely lived brothers are gonna do dumb stuff at some i point. like that he has heimdall and thor pull him out of there <laughs> like, yeah that's, yeah, that's the it. moment that makes it <laughs> so i think just the week before i'd watched uh I forget what it was. It was some YouTube about um, the, the D.B. Cooper heist. And they did an incredible reenaction. They really did. It was, uh, I was talking to M.G. Sealer about this last night. Well, on yeah, Twitter. I know. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, it is, it is immaculate. Like, he, he does the same drink order. He, he gave the, uh, the stewardess, as they were called at the time, the, the flight attendant, um, a note. And she thought that he was flirting with her because he'd been very polite. And she just put it in her pocket because you know getting flirted with when you're in that position is probably pretty common he has to remind her like he has to call it out put his hand on the briefcase has a bomb thing they land they, they didn't need to land this is what mg was pointing out it's like they they didn't for the sake of this story in this show they did yeah, not yeah. need to they do they could have just done the like the last like five seconds right. yeah yeah right. exactly yeah and i don't like to recycle jokes but it was like uh like i said told mg it's uh 
it's like one of those cheap crime scene reenaction videos done to like Marvel, Marvel studio caliber <laughs> recreation. I, I love the idea of that in the writer's room being like, do you know what's a fun genre that we never get to do? Yeah, really, really. crime scene reenaction. <laughs> well, so the 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 guy who the showrunner, I guess, is like a huge Mad Men fan, right? Oh, oh, Michael, oh, Michael yeah. Waldron. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know and that. So yeah. a lot of this, a lot, of, you know. Well, the, the aesthetic, right? I mean, yeah, the aesthetic, the aesthetic, obviously, but then also um, addressing this theory. particular issue when everybody thought that um, what's his face was Don. They thought the end of Mad Men was good. Don Draper was going to be DB yeah. Cooper. Yeah. Which. I'm glad and they so they were that, like, well, that didn't get used in Mad Men, so let's use it in Loki. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Um, anyway, uh, Loki says that the TVA is a cruel trick, an illusion of power to cover the weaknesses. <clears throat> uh, he's turns out he's projecting a little. Um, Mobius then shows him something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Mobius then shows him the rest of his story up to the death of his mother, uh, which you know we get to see Vinnie Russo, which. Is always a treat, um, even though it's just stock footage. Well, not stock, it's reused footage. Uh, he's clearly distraught by her murder uh, after getting close uh, to Mobius. Uh, oh, he, he lunges at him and then rewinds him and the chair isn't there anymore because we learn, again, another rule of the time twister that it only operates on the person that it's attached to, not objects. <laughs> not furniture. Know, not furniture, so he falls on his ass. As he gets picked up, he, he you know, he's Loki and he's a real good pickpocket. I, I saw that he, at the time. I mean, his hand yes. moved weird, and I was like, he just took uh, yeah, the thing. No, no I, was, yeah. I, I was 100% sure. <laughs> yeah, it was the blocking of the shot, too, because yes. his body's yep. between yep. the camera yep. and you're, and you're yep. like, Ugh. I don't trust this. What does he call him? A scoundrel? Not a scoundrel. No, that's Mischievous scamp. Mischievous, Mischievous scamp, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I love his, I do love Owens Wilson's, this doesn't seem very mischievous. Like, that's Luke. That's Luke. <laughs> oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> I enjoyed that because it's like, yeah, it's true. The god of mischief goes around removing people's eyeballs and like subjugating people. It's like, that's yeah, not really yeah. mischief. That's which, I love that he says is, he liberated an eyeball. A shot, <laughs> which is a bit of a great shot at that movie because he, I think he's misused in that movie. <laughs> yes. Fair. Yes. Yeah, I, do like the, I do. I still like the movie, but um, I think he's a bad. He, that is like the worst of the Loki movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Avengers, yeah. Well, yeah. the worst, the worst. You know, his his yes. worst portrayal yeah. for the most part, like in, yeah. in the big in those big moments. I mean, right. like when he's talking to Thor and stuff like that. That's that's good. Um, but uh, yeah. and when he's talking to yeah, the, uh, it, Nick, there was a Nick lot Fury, of bending but, over backwards to basically recreate that Avengers cover. Exactly. For, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's basically <laughs> yes. the entire point of having Loki as the villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, and also, that movie had no right to work as well as it did. I mean, we really did not. <laughs> there's there's weird flaws, and if you think too much about anything, it's you know, it's, yes. it's obviously yes. going to be broken. But man, that was fun, and it, I did not expect it to be as fun as it is. Still fun to this day. Anyway, uh, blah blah blah. After getting close to the end, he lifts this thing. Uh, he tracks down the guy from the front desk uh, and manages to get the tesseract back. Uh, uh, Eugene, and- Eugene Cordero, by the way, who played yeah. uh, Pillboy in The Good Place, yes, and yeah. uh, briefly appeared in a Mandalorian episode in the first season. And is oh. also the voice of um, Rutherford on Lower Decks. Oh, I, you know what? His voice was that. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I, I knew I recognized <laughs> him, but I'm like, is stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, think I know. It's so, it's so perfect. <laughs> In doing so, he finds a drawer full of Infinity Stones, and he's, <laughs> that moment he's just is fantastic. Bewildered. 
It's so yeah, good. Yeah. And you're like, I yeah. yeah, I guess the probably there are a lot of people mucking with Infinity Stones that accidentally broke the yeah. timeline, right? Like there's like four time stones sure. in there and you're like, yeah, yeah. that, that kind of tracks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he picks up and a time a, stone and then but, just and doesn't do it. Joke. It's a great joke, but it's also like, you know, it shows him like he's he's so yeah. wrapped up in the Tesseract. Like, oh, my God, the Tesseract. It's incredibly powerful. You have to be careful. And they're like, yeah, 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 whatever. We, we got a whole set. Infinity yeah. Stones every day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We can make a gauntlet if we want to do in like five seconds. <laughs> And he suddenly realizes that oh, they, he is actually dealing with people who are incredibly powerful. Yeah, yeah. Like, it takes him out of his, his you know, his, yeah. he's, he's on the lamb, he's trying to yeah. escape, and, and he, he takes a moment he, to be like, oh, my God, this is... Yeah, this and then is, later he's, like, yeah. sitting down, he's got the he's got the the Tesseract there, and he's just like, what's the point? When we, when <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly, yeah. Uh, anyway, he reminds himself back, uh, uh, B-15, I think, whatever, yep. the... The, the squad rushes in uh, and he rewinds himself back to the time theater uh, just in time to evade all of the agents. Uh, and she destroys a cart full of infinity stones. So yeah. 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 Wow. Right. Where, where were also, you? Like, also yeah, we, we could have saved a lot of movies. if you yeah. just done that? You, you almost hit me. That, that yeah. wasn't yeah. cool. <laughs> He's so good. He's I so don't funny. forgive you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so he goes back to the time theater, and at this point, I, I get the sense that he's like, he's feeling kind of defeated, right? So he, he just starts watching the movie of his life. He he sees uh, Odin die, Thor saying nice things to him, and sort of you know brotherly loving him, uh, uh, and ultimately his death at the hands of Thanos. Uh, he's discovered by P fifteen, uh, who had the, I mean. She's clearly smart. I don't know why she came alone, but it works for the scene that she's smart enough to be like, well, he rewound himself, so I'll just go back to where he was. Uh, manages then they, they fight, fight, fight. Uh, manages to put the prisoner collar on him. I'm not sure how he unlocked it from himself, but whatever. I think it was I, using I the, the time twister thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who cares? Whatever. It's it's a fun little fight, and she gets it on her, and then he he just proceeds to mess with her. Yeah, a he's lot. Just a dick. <laughs> he's a huge dick. It's not like <laughs> like he's he's not just trying to achieve a goal that he wants. He he's just, just taking wants, out his just frustration. Really right? wants yeah, to take frustrations. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, anyway, and then Mobius discovers him. Uh, Loki, you know, relates and recognizes that he can't go back to his own time. He gives a little speech where he explains that hurting people is part of the illusion. It's sort of part of his, he doesn't say job, but it's, you know, he's the god of tricking people yeah. and, and this is I kind of his shtick and and i've got yeah. to do it to, to it's a cruel he literally says it's a cruel trick to project power um and then mobius explains what mobius wants what mobius's goal is and he wants loki to track down another loki variant who's been killing their agents uh and we cut to a tva squad investigating an event uh <laughs> who find themselves standing in a field full of gasoline and do not yeah, run. <laughs> not, the, not the smartest move. No, yeah, it, it made no. more sense to me on the second time around because I guess the point was they found. They think somebody's stealing they oil. Stealing oil. So yes. they're like, okay, whatever, yes. you know. Yeah. And, and honestly, when you're from the future, you probably don't expect somebody to light a whole field on fire. And yeah. Anyway, uh, we do see the survivor, who I think we met at the beginning, the guy that spoke French in the church. I, yes. I, I yes. Wasn't it was sure the it same. Was the same it was the yes. same hunter. Yeah. 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 Yes. Uh, he's crawling back to the reset device. I'm not sure why. Like, was he going to trigger that? And then we don't know what they do. We haven't actually seen. What yeah, they do. we have an idea based on the um, the animation, like PSA, that essentially it 
it fixes the timeline. So. Well, it prunes well, it, well, okay. right? Hang on. I don't yeah, think that's okay. the case. Well, all right. Hold on. <laughs> I, I, so, yeah. but, well, because, uh, because there's... Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. We're done. Anyway, roll credits. That's it. Well, yeah, We're somebody, so somebody it. steals okay. it, though. That's the important part. Oh, so, oh yeah. Sorry. The hand yeah. reaches down and takes it. Yeah. So somebody yeah, right. is... And that well, was a Loki, point, right? I mean, we assume, but well, a cloaked, yeah, fig- a cloaked figure, figure yeah, who yeah. we do not see. And we uh, are, we also are told in the attack in the church that the reset charge the, is missing. Reset missing. Is missing. Yeah, yeah. Like so, it's definitely yeah. the MO. So somebody's yeah. collecting these things, which, yeah. uh, I mean, if they really do mess up with your timeline, I, I don't want to see what a whole bunch of them do. Right. Well, and so they're, and, and they've already got so, seven. Okay. There's a lot they of terminology now, right? here, right? There's a lot of terminology <laughs> right. that's mentioned. There is there are branches. There's pruning. There's a red line, like where they show the the branches yeah. moving to a certain point, and they, clearly they have to be stopped before they reach that point. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I you know, so it's fair because they they mentioned both pruning and resetting as two different things at one point. Like when um yeah, when they go off point, looking like, for Loki like, yeah, to run sure, away. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So, but when they show it in the in the animation. Um, they you know they show them marching the guy back through the timeline back to the main timeline, and then the 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 branch timeline just disappears, and the person yeah. reappears in the correct place, in the correct place. Yeah. yeah. Um. But it seems to me like possibly what's going on here is these things don't just don't they don't fix it; they just destroy it. That's my so, take. Right. So, so that everybody everybody who's in that branch timeline is basically wiped out. So the question um, is, is there... So, all right. <laughs> this like is, the kid with the gum? Dead. Well, yeah, right. I yeah. mean, or at least in that timeline, because... In that timeline, yes. In the original Correct. timeline, presumably. But it's a different like, person, right? I mean, it's right. a different, you know... I mean, but only barely because the branch has just started, right? They're still... They're still... The divergence is not that big, I guess, at that point. Basically, the only difference between the timeline and the original one is that kid in the Is branch a had band? a pack of gun gum that he didn't have yeah. otherwise a pack a yeah. pack of gun would be different that, guy, that gun, kid probably also should have packed a gun if somebody's gonna destroy his oh, whole timeline and it's yeah. also yeah. worth pointing out that in the at the end in oklahoma they find a something from early third millennium which is yeah. now basically yeah that didn't make sense because that does not look like it's from now. well but it could I, be any time in the next hundred hundred years right millennium early millennium means in i guess so. within the next, next 500 next, actually, years yeah yeah okay so yeah good enough um i mean it's not like i was picking on it but it it, it was clearly well they even yeah. point out this so a- I, my question was I, if I can ask a question, and then John, you can yes, go man. with your thing with like the, uh, <laughs> the so in the sacred timeline as we were referring to it is that's Loki, creepy by itself, by the yeah, way. Right, sorry. Continue. The Loki, yeah. the Loki that we saw in the earlier movies has continued. Oh, that's a good question. They must have. I, he Otherwise, can't, he can't have. He can't have though. No, but he must have. Because so when they went back and this is where it all gets very thorny because their time travel oh, their time branched. travel knowledge isn't even very good either right yeah <laughs> the writers and and directors disagree yeah. about things that happened <laughs> yeah not to mention the Avengers don't know what the hell's happening right just but like, they pointed okay, out we need these stones and we're not going to care about the anything judge else. says so, all of that was supposed to happen and so right. essentially Which, the branches were created and then and then snipped. And then because, snipped, yeah, because Cap, Cap went returned back. all the stones. Yeah, I think, I'm assuming it. what I'm assuming what happens is because of that red line thing. Okay, yes, like um, 
the the ancient one gives banner the time stone but then cap comes back like you know a minute later and gives it back to her oh so they don't hit the red line thereby creating like thereby making it a real right yeah right yeah, that so was it, honestly great graphics on explaining weird timeline and branching <laughs> stuff and like approaching yeah. red lines. Like, right, that's right, complicated right. stuff to explain. Yeah, and they did it. Because otherwise, otherwise, you, I mean, and I, you know, I, I'm willing to accept it as a, you know, an assumption that we're making for, <laughs> for the MCU. That's that's oh, fine. Sure. I mean, technically, I would say that that is a different timeline, but that's okay. Like the, the the fact that the ancient one has that knowledge is 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 different than each, the ancient one not having that knowledge. Right. But that's right. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Um, I did think that <laughs> when the judge tells Loki that, like, well, the Avengers are supposed to do that, I kind of wanted him to go on a rant. I'm like, it's not my <laughs> fault. They, they're the ones, they came through time and it landed at my feet. Like, how, yeah. am, I, how am I on the hook for this? It, like, this is a ramification of what they did. Go, I, which I like. I liked that he makes a good point. He, I mean, he took it yeah. and ran, so it's still kind of on him. But Yeah, but he didn't yeah. know he screwed up a right. timeline. He's like, well, this, this seems like a convenient escape. Yeah. Although yeah. they claim like it could happen just by being late to work, like there would it's still, unclear there would who. Still be, I yeah. mean, I mean, we want to get too deep into this. There would still be. I think there would still be other timelines. Yeah. So the question of whether or not Loki returns to that moment is is one of them. I mean, he may do that at the end of the show. Um, the other one is, you know, what happened to Cap when he went back in time, right? And that's and had already his, kind and of had a mess. Life. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. I assume yeah. that happened in a different timeline. Um, we are not going to explain that. They seem it, to indicate that there's only one timeline still. So, yeah, but I maybe Cap gets a pass. You know, like yeah, well, yeah. He's, well, there come was, on, he's Steve. I don't know like who's going to who's going to hold him? Two. We're going to have two sacred timelines. <laughs> well, so I, the other thing is like the main timeline seems like it intertwines among. You know what I mean? Like it's white and twisty, rather than just yeah. being a straight line. In most of uh, yeah. at yeah. least some yeah. of the graphics. So you know maybe like and, minor stuff comes and goes and it, and it works maybe out. Maybe they'll just never address. Probably, they can't. probably that one. <laughs> They yeah, cannot yeah. address Cap. Well, because did you see the like, putting the, that stuff back doesn't make just, any they, sense? Yeah, they just gave him his. Did you see the people yeah. claiming that there's a shot in which you see Peggy in the? Yeah, yeah, in the background. I, I, I paused it and checked. I was like, I it's a it is a woman with a similar haircut in the background. There's literally no way to tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, I think I it's just know, an extra. See that. When, when is that? It's when he first leaves the room. He leaves the room. He gets no. It's when he's in. He's just discovered all the Infinity Stones, and he winds himself into the hallway where he first came in. Oh, okay. There's another agent in the TVA. In the TVA, TVA, yeah. There's another agent bringing in captives. Yeah, Yeah. a door opens, and you see somebody in the background bringing in a woman who looks like Peggy, but again, it's a white woman with brown hair wearing a shirt that's probably from the fifties. Yeah, it doesn't. it doesn't make sense. That, Honestly, that there's going to be that's enough Mephisto con- level speculation. That's, Thank you. It's Mephisto. Yeah, it's, it's Mephisto. Mephisto. Yeah, <laughs> there's going to be enough weird stuff to explain in the show that we really don't. Can need. I? Can I, I throw out another? Get, people, I mean, like, ugh, God, can I throw out another that, wrench? The stuff that we went through with WandaVision was just ridiculous. Right. Yeah, I, I love yeah. that they brought Mephisto back already. Like people already were like, "Is this? Yeah, Mephisto? That, they that shut down. So well it is not Mephisto. Let's do it again. But can I? We should just make that clear: is that the director has specifically said that that is not Mephisto. Just in case anybody listening. Yeah. Uh can I can I point out the other uh potential canon killing moment in this? 
Oh, please. I don't. And you can you can read this either way. I don't think it's a confirmation of it, but they point out that Coulson is dead, which oh, yeah. I, was an opportunity yeah, yeah, for fine. them to say, like, no, oh, but he's not even no. really dead. I don't think no, they're ever going to do that. But it yeah. doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. A, it doesn't yes. matter. B, I think they they may be leaving themselves room to just they say have neither confirmed agents, nor denied. Agents basically, shield is like is yeah. another thing or something like that. Yes. I mean, they may they may wreck on agents of shield. That's possible. They um, also specifically make the point that Loki creates his own situations. Like he he does bad things to make other people be their best, and. The thing that he did there is kill Coulson, which made the Avengers literally come and avenge right. his death. Him. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, okay, yeah, no one disagrees yeah, with that. It's just the fact no, that he no, came like, back I, later. I'm saying right. they're using it as a narrative device to say that, like, I mean, you created your own enemies here. Like, you killed Coulson, and that brought them all together, and they yeah. kicked your ass. Right, right. So, right. so you know. I, I think fundamentally what this show, you know, if if WandaVision was about grief and trauma and Falcon and Winter Soldier was about sort of, you know, struggling with identity and the the history of the symbols in the US and all that. I think it seems like the first episode of Loki positions this as a discussion of, you know, free will versus predestination, right? It's yes. all about making yes. your own choices and can you make your own choices? Are you fated to do something? And I, I like that. I think that's an interesting conversation, especially given Loki's stated and previously demonstrated like kind of attitude towards these things that it it is a he's a great character to put in that conundrum of wait a second did i get to make any of my own choices like or was i just forced to act a certain way all along and then when you put him in a position where maybe he is outside of a realm where he has to make certain decisions that is a recipe for disaster in a good way yeah yeah there's an interesting there's an interesting quote from the comic books and i'm trying i can't find it i wrote it down someplace years ago and i need to i need to like go back through like 120 notebooks in order to find it but it's just about loki i mean it's a little moment with loki i think talking to thor um and just like you know basically him describing the fact that in a way like the fact that he he can't change because he is the god of mischief, and he has mm-hmm. to do what he has mm-hmm. to do in order mm-hmm. to be the god of mischief, which is who he is. Yeah. Um. And it, it it's you know phrased better than that, and it's it uh, I found it very delightful when I read it the first time. Um. So I'm interested to see how they sort of take that um concept and and play with it here and like say, well, you know, does does he have does he have choices or is he just stuck in this role that he is you know fated to play? Right. 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 Like uh, the the sand, well, Sandman, at least the first few books or whatever like deals with that right like uh morpheus is dream and he has to do his job and uh luther uh, luther lucy i was staring at the word thor on my screen while i said try to say lucifer Lucifer. yeah lucifer uh lucifer uh you know has has uh, you know similar sort of lot in on life i don't who cares that whatever lot in existence is is uh you know dream uh and i think it's a fascinating way to look at Loki, especially because everything he says about the tva uh the fact that they're taking away uh you know self self-actualization self-will like the yeah you know, the right. self-determination um is what he wants to do to other people right like that's his stated goal and they're doing it to him and he will not have it and i mean you know that's effectively going to be at the crux of the matter here right like what what is happening and i think our our bad guy i mean uh, as far as i'm concerned pretty much everybody here is kind of bad guys in to various degrees uh is going to be the one rebelling against that right like i, I think whichever loki uh, 
they suspect it's Loki, is murdering these agents and gathering up all of these little uh, holy hand grenades <laughs> is, uh, is ultimately uh, rebuffing the idea of predestination. Right. It's a yeah. or, order right. versus chaos, essentially. Right. I mean, at the yeah. end of the day. And I think it's, it's cool. I, a lot of people, I saw some critiques of the first episode as being a little too talky, but I think it's important because it God. breaks... <laughs> It breaks him down. God, so people, great. come on. <laughs> Too talky. <laughs> it breaks first of all, down. When you, yeah. First well, of you all, when you've got... Very talky. You've got characters. Owen Luke. You've got Owen Luke. You have to talk to <laughs> Owen Luke. <laughs> Uncle Owen and Luke? Oh, Uncle my God. Owen wait a second. Yeah. I just had a breakthrough, oh, everyone. The timeline just busted. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's also important to take the time to break down Loki's character psychologically because he's not the Loki that we all know from the last, you know, <laughs> 10 years or whatever, because he yeah. hasn't gone through all of that. And so... In an episode, yeah, right. we have to sort of reposition him as, a, all right, remember, this is not necessarily the Loki that you, you know, grew to love as a, you know, scoundrel, you know, mischievous scamp who is good or bad, depending on, like, sort of the, you know, mood yeah. you got him in. But uh, this is somebody who was, like, actively attempting to take over a world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, this, this cat did not come back with a ship and save all the, the Asgardians, right? Like, <laughs> right, he, right. he didn't. He just tried to take over Midgard. Um, although they did a great job of fast-forwarding him. <laughs> Time travel. Uh, fast-forwarding his character development this yes. episode. By, yes. Yes. Uh, right. Like, right. It, I 100%, first of all, he's in a room by himself, so he has no... Audience. There's no audience. Like, he's not playing yeah. it, and he is he is hurt. Like, when he watches his mother die, like, oh, yeah, he's, yeah. he's feeling it. And right. being told, that, like, well, you sent him up the stairs and you screwed up. You know yeah. he feels it, Which you know? Is, and and he sees his dad say that he loves I mean, his kids. I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, I guess I got that at the time. Um, I didn't. You know, I, mean, I didn't. I understood that that, that happened, obviously, um, coincidentally. But I didn't really, yeah. I guess I didn't really appreciate the fact that, um, I mean, I appreciated the fact that he was trying to send him to kill Thor. Or or yeah. at least mess him up. Um, but I didn't quite get the implication of him, the fact that he you know, played played a part in the death of his mother. I didn't get that either. And also, sending those goons to go fight Thor is like, well, yeah. Even if you're a bad he, guy, that's what like, you would do all the time. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. a maybe you're trying to beat up Thor. That's maybe not a bad outcome for you. But you're on the other to, hand, you're probably not trying to kill him. Oh well. On the other hand, you're like, well, yeah. you're beating up my world and thor's gonna beat you up so go go get him like there he is uh go yes, fight right. him and yeah. you know yeah right it, it right. could go either way like it doesn't yeah right, right. Well, either yeah, they yeah. beat up thor or thor beats them that's up mischief. Yeah. That's, yeah, right. that's, sure. that's mischief yeah that's sure that's mischief right yeah, yeah it's yeah. like well whatever happens well, and, and so i'm coming gonna, out on top i was gonna yeah. ask if you felt like he was how sincere he was in that last scene because there's parts where i feel like he is sincere but i also wonder if he is continuing yes. to play an angle well you right? never know with him that's the yeah. thing right yeah i mean yeah. i think he's i mean certainly think he's got to be sincere you have to take him as sincere when he's by himself yeah exactly um, so yeah. his reactions to the video and his reactions to realizing uh the fact that he you know he spends all this time well and also but the fact that he spent so much energy uh, uh, worrying about the tesseract and it's like nothing where he is also Um, the fact that he he is essentially lest we forget he's basically dispatched by thanos in the avengers right like he's sent yeah. He's kind of working for Thanos at that yes. point to go do oh, that, yeah. right? He knows and, who Thanos is. And th- yeah, right. it's like he so woke Thanos up that morning him, being right? like, like, yeah, yeah he right, woke up right. that morning being like, don't worry, Thanos, I got this. Thanks for the army and the, and the two infinity gems. 
And then at the end of the day, he's like, sees a movie of Thanos just strangling him. Like, that's, yeah. you know, Should've that's going to make you think you were um, working for the wrong boss. But this, I mean, but you can't take the stuff that he says to um, Mobius. Mobius. Yeah. I don't. Really o- other than, no. other I mean, than, could be. <laughs> other than, I think, I think that he is genuinely surprised when Mobius tells him that they're hunting him. Yeah, I, his I reaction think, yeah. in that moment suggests to me that he yeah, does not. Yeah, he was yeah. like, did not see that well, coming. So basically, so let's let yeah. So, conspiracy? well, wait, just just to, just to your point, or, yeah. Let's get we'll do a conspiracy in a sec. But just to your point, um, it goes back to what I was saying previously. But like, I need to believe something is true in in a show where there's a lot of tricks and everything going on. I need mm-hmm. to at least believe when he's sure. alone, we are seeing the truth of the character. Right? That's or, fair. Sure. I feel like there's no traction, you know? So yeah. Otherwise, yeah. why is he? Yeah. 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 Right. 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 If he, otherwise he's just trying to trick the audience. Which yeah. Is right. not. yeah. 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 He's trying to um, woo someone powerful before betraying them. A line that I loved. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So can we so talk it about seems Luke like, Wilson? you know, like, like the, um, <laughs> the, the Loki that they're hunting could be him after he figures out yes. like what the what the business of the t- TVA is right that was kind yes. of my theory was that yeah he's yeah he there's what these things do like i mean they're basically destroying all these timelines and right right and he's going to figure out a way to use it like for his that. advantage I mean, you could come i mean you, we don't know necessarily the uh the impetus like his reasoning behind trying to stop them but you could see it either going the way of like, well, if I if I create a whole bunch of timelines, that's extremely mischievous. <laughs> um, or just like, I don't like the fact that these people are going around killing all these people and destroying self-determination. Yeah, I think he, well, who knows? We've seen one episode, but I, I would guess that he turns around and he's on the air, uh, air is on the side of... Uh, we're going to just grant free will to everybody, which means sure, there's going to be a chaotic timelines and all kinds of stuff going on. But uh, yeah. this, like, I, I'm not having this overlord. And you know, he's always yeah. been revengeful of Thor and rules and everything in general, or Odin and Thor, and, you know, rules in general. Uh, and that leads me to believe that he, I could definitely see him turning into like, well, all of these rules are coming down, and we're just going to give everybody free will, which is. Against his stated goals now, but his growth is going to be like, you know, yeah, exactly. Stewing. That's well, that's the yeah. interesting turn, right? Yeah, I mean, because right. Yeah. you know, now he doesn't. He, I mean, that, and they make a point of it in this episode. You know, the first episode, they make a point of the fact that he says free will is is baloney, and every nobody nobody really is happy with free will. And the turn, yeah. of course, could be that well, by the end, he's giving everybody free will. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, he literally says everybody's taking the wrong the, uh, road forks, and everybody takes the wrong one. Which is right. bleak and depressing, but it's like yeah. a projection yeah, quite yeah. a bit, and but yeah. b uh, at least it's their choice. Which is, you know maybe we'll see him get to that point. Yeah, yeah, I I the the wording of that last line, and I will fully acknowledge that it's it's a punchy line, and that's why they have it there. Um, but I think it's also it's interesting to Mobius says the variant we're hunting is you. He doesn't say the variant we're hunting is you know another loki variant (laughs) yeah i don't know it could suggest you know and again i think it's it's punchier the way it's written and that's probably why they did it so that may just be expediency more than anything but it could also suggest it's the exact same variant it's not another variant from another time period like possible that loki has violated the timeline multiple times in the past and we just don't know about it because even though he says i don't know about you and they're like you've always but they also do say you've lived your life in the set path which suggests that he hasn't run afoul of them before. 
Um, yeah, but yeah. there's not there's not enough. Yeah, we're, I know we're only one episode in. That's why this is conspiracy corner and not super <laughs> super detail fact corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, Have you guys seen the movie Predestination? No, it's been on my list no. for a long time. Same. Yeah, I would watch that. Um, I mean, just because it's another it's another time travel movie and um, it ties some of the themes are the same. And I wonder how much it might have been a um, inspiration Influence? inspiration for this show. Yeah. Yeah, because it does deal with like the questions of um, self de- self-determination. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And time travel is a great framework to to yeah, play sure. with that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah, probably one of the best. Um, one other thing that I noticed, so as long as we're in conspiracy corner, sure. Um, I was looking at the cast list and I also was yesterday was watching, um, some of the trailers for this show. And at one point there's a scene where he's sitting like by a, you know, it's dark and he's sitting by a lake on some stones with a woman, mm-hmm. um, with blonde hair. Mm-hmm. And it looks like, and, and in the cast list, there's uh, Sophia Martino, um, who I don't really know, but if you look at her, um, she, Looks like very easily she could be a um, young, um, what's her name? Frigga? 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 Oh. Frigga. Frigga. Yeah. Frigga. Um, Rene Russo. Like a young Rene, a young Rene Russo. So I'm wondering if uh, at some point he goes back and interesting a younger version of his mother. Oh, that'd be interesting. That would be interesting. Yeah. You know, Did she have blood hair or red like hair? A, like, a scene, like a scene, you know, from uh, Endgame where Thor had yeah. <laughs> a moment with her where... Loki gets the same moment. I also just yeah. saw a, uh, I happened to, you know, Google her because I was curious and saw a set picture that potentially is a spoiler. So I'm just going to close that tab now. Yeah. See, I have, a, <laughs> I have, a, I have a theory and even in conspiracy corner, I don't want to share it because yeah, I suspect I, what you just uh, saw is what you're, yeah. We'll, we'll so, talk, you know, we'll talk avoid about that off, offline. Um, well, if John was to hear, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know there's lots of possibilities. I mean, the time travel opens up the whole breadth of the Marvel universe, right? Like, you can go anywhere and do anything and including the places we have seen places we haven't seen. I think that there's a, a lot of, uh, a lot of possibility there. And I love the idea of this being a lot of the, the pre, um, announcement stuff talked about this kind of being a crime thriller, which I'm also here for. That's, that's a genre I love. And I, I think this is kind of a fun framework to put it in. I, I, I kind of love the idea of each episode you get, uh, you know, a truck heist, like a like a crime recreation. You know, like uh, not necessarily a crime <laughs> recreation, but a recreation of a historical event in which he's involved somehow. Uh, that that would be a fun formula for sure. Uh, just because, why do they spend so much time on that DB Cooper thing? Other than it was awesome, I like it added very little to anything, right? Yeah, it was just yeah, kind of a fun not. little aside yeah. of like you like right. to you like to escape from things, which. Is relevant in terms of his character, but I agree. Sure, it's, it's I mean, outsized put a lot in terms of work into of, yeah, that. <laughs> it's outsized yeah. in terms of what the effect of it was. Yes, but it's great. Right. It's a it's a wonderful bit of uh, indulgence. Speaking of wonderful indulgence, uh, Owen Wilson was great. I really enjoyed him. Luke uh, too understated. Yeah. No, it's don't get me messed up because I'm going to be <laughs> like. It's all right. We got a while before Star Girl comes back. We'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in which Owen Wilson also stars. Um uh, understated, funny, yeah, not chewing scenery, uh calm and collected, even in the face of, you know, Loki, 
and who's yeah. handful. Uh, I really, really liked him. I, I thought he would be cracking wise a bit more, and I'm glad that he's just got a calm, cool, and collected, uh, warm sense of humor to him. He's, he's kind you know of playing I mean? the straight man here too, right? Like, because he's got he is, there's a couple yeah. bits where like right. Loki's like, "I'm going to burn this place to the ground." He's like, "I'll show you my desk." You know, you can start there. Or, yeah, yeah, but he's a straight man with a sense of humor, like that right, desk yeah. exactly. or like right. nightmares in another department. Like, he's not, yeah. uh, you know, he's not like the odd couple where one of them's just like stone cold and kind of not funny at all well okay they're both funny but you know what i mean like one of them is uh humorless he's got but he's he's got that moment too i mean that moment right where like where he's like you know oh i like when you use that it makes you sound super smart i am smart yeah okay you know like just the the, the report i know and it's just i know know. okay it's it's earnest and it's like it's it's got that cadence that they both have but he's you know basically (laughs) owen wilson is like no one for that right it's just that I know. And you, you can't tell. Also, I love that he offers him a drink. He's yes. like, I'll take that drink now. And it was honest. What, when? It was like an hour ago. And he's like, oh, do you want <laughs> you want a drink? Yeah. Offering yeah, a drink. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. It really wasn't that long ago. No, it was like, oh, maybe you're still thirsty. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 The, I guess that drink, that drink has been discontinued since then. I, I saw I, some people uh, talking about that, too. Yeah. I, heard I tried that. to yeah, look at what it was. I couldn't see that. There it's a nice. It's point. like a Crystal Pepsi-esque thing. Okay. It was like, <laughs> right. Right. It was like maybe, Pepsi it was a, yeah. tried to do an energy drink and that Corporate was Corporate marketed energy drink. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. I, and I like, it was weird like they 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 framed that i was like that's weird product placement because i don't know yeah. i don't even know what that product is i didn't, I didn't know what yeah. it was and i at first i thought it was like a made-up one and i was looking at it because yeah i could make it like, is this important yeah right. <laughs> well, well like you I can then checking. you can get you could definitely <laughs> yeah, you know what molds ink can pepsi. definitely you yeah. get sued by disney and the pepsi Ooh, i was just go. gonna say yeah, yeah. bizcast <laughs> incorporated could definitely take on those Wait, lawyers. Are they the don't worry about thing it now? no not quite okay. <laughs> i was gonna say i tried to pause and read the um uh in the the box with the tesseract there are a bunch of other items and some of which are yeah, tagged yeah, so yeah. i paused that and one of them is the french medal of honor uh but yeah. i can't and then that, one of them is like a cluster in the lower left and then one of them is like a vintage baseball card uh in the bottom and it said like set like a lot of vintage baseball cards or something and then i had to like when i first watch it and then on the rewatch i paused and look closer there's a cross in there and i was like kind of had a briefest moment where it looks like the cross of coronado from indiana jones and the last crusade at the very beginning (laughs) and i was like oh my god is it the cross (laughs) of coronado and i went and looked like no it's not quite the cross of coronado but it's close (laughs) i I really wish they put a I wish they'd put a Buck Bokai baseball card in there. <laughs> that's sure. a that's a real deep DS9 cut. No, I wow. yeah. He's a great player. Uh yeah. the best. Greatest of all time. Uh, I guess we he should didn't look like much of a baseball player. <laughs> no. Well, know. he had like a Babe Ruth I mean, I sort of body. Had, like, kind I guess of it was a Babe Ruth. Yeah, it was like there it was are a lot of baseball thing. players who let's yeah. just say. I, I, I will never forget this is a total digression, but I don't know if you read Moneyball. Um yeah. But I, I really enjoyed Moneyball. There's a bit in there where they talk about Kevin Euclid, who used to play for both the Red Sox and the Oakland A's. And they used to refer to him. He was really great at getting on base and taking walks. And they used to call him the Greek god of walks. And I believe <laughs> Billy Bean has a quip or something where he's like, I've seen, I've seen Euclid in the locking room. He's not the locker room. He's not the Greek god of anything. <laughs> Which, it's like, always about, like, it's a little mean, but at the same time, baseball players, you can get away with some stuff that you can't, you know, like a lot of other yeah, sports. Yeah, sure. yeah. 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 That's too funny. Um, all right. Anything else to say before we wrap up here with our ratings? 
No, I think let's uh, do the ritual. Let's move John, to a ritual. Unless, unless you've got something. That- no, I don't. Yeah. John, ritualize it for us, would you? Uh, it's a strong biff. Um, just I, 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 Hiddleston is so good too. I don't think we've spent a, a huge mm-hmm. amount of time yeah. on him because we were we were gushing over Owen Wilson, but he is so fun. I mean, the, the, you know, when he falls through the thing and he points back up, yeah, <laughs> and and then that pause, that pause before entering the machine, um, and then just all the stuff, um, the you know the introspective moments. Uh, he's so strong in the in the whole thing. I think I think he's. I'm glad he's getting this time uh, to pay attention to to his acting and his character, which are both fantastic, I think. So um, definitely looking forward to the rest of it. I'm sad that it's only six episodes, but um, I'm uh, eager to consume them. Guy? Uh, super strong Biff. Like, amazing Biff. Um, uh, yeah, I want to second everything about uh, Hiddleston. I thought he was great. His comedic chops are wonderful, and we actually get to see him do... Uh, sort of more emotional range of acting that he's typically been asked to do in the movies. Uh, you know, mostly he's as a foil. Um, great job. Loved it. Uh, enjoyed all of it. Uh, I liked, you know, a little animation segment. Loved it. I love, uh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of the little uh, metal detector thing that he goes through that scans his uh, temporal aura, I-, I love that this particle board with, like, crappy... <laughs> <laughs> crappy wood painted on it um i love the design aesthetic i had mm-hmm. like late 50s early 60s kind of vibe to it uh i love the way that you know the the cartoon mimics stuff of the same era uh i like that the uh the history of his life is on cassette uh there's just so yeah. much great production yeah. design in this i it really really, really really enjoy it it's 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 wonderful i like it a lot um very, very strong Biff, and I, yeah, like you, I can't believe there's only five left, which, <laughs> like, I would I would watch a lot more of these, but uh, they've made me trust them, and if they needed six, do six. Yeah, right. You know, don't do 22, because I want them, just do the six that yeah. you know are good, yeah. and just get it done. Yeah. Wonderful. Always leave them one or more. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with you, both of you guys said it's a strong Biff for me, um, I the production design I was also going to mention great I love the color scheme that's everything is kind of drab like it's it's this boring office but it's also kind of retro and yeah there's a yeah, lot like going an, on like there everything vibrant looks oranges very that good. still look drab or like that's awesome and and <laughs> and I caught like even like little costuming things like on the second time through I caught that the um uh Casey uh the the office worker he's wearing like a yeah. like a shirt and tie and whatever but it's still kind of like a weird like it's got these weird yeah, seams yeah, on it yeah. like it's not quite oh, uh, a standard mobius is, mobius is wearing the same thing too i noticed it first on him because it, you could like you can't see the end of the collar tabs because they they go but, into the shirt but it um, looks normal right like you don't immediately yeah, jump out and normal, think yeah, oh that but, looks like yeah. the stupid like future costumes from like tng yep. right or something it's like no it looks yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. like it's natural but then the more you look at it the more it's slightly off and mm-hmm. I like that aspect of it. Um, all the production design of the the TVA, all the posters in the background, which you should read, are great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like little little. There's a Miss Minnis one, like very early on. That's like, you know, uh, get your you'll get your clock cleaned or something. If you get don't. your clock cleaned. Yeah, yeah, yeah stay yeah. in line or you'll get stay your clock cleaned. Line, your cl- I, clock I also. Or- I, I, I'm not sorry. I know I'm. I'm not sorry that I'm interrupting you, 
but okay, <laughs> I, I do want you to continue and not feel bad that I'm that I'm drowning you out. Um, I love that there's nobody there, and he still has to walk through the stupid. Line. Oh yeah, I've done like, that. I, I've done that at airports. I've done that. I feel like I'm in an airport, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I could duck under all of this, but one of you guys may be having a bad day, and then you know that's yep. gonna suck. Yep. So, um, and then I also wanted to agree with John's bit about Tom Hiddleston, who. You know, when he got cast as Loki, they talked about, like, he was kind of an unknown. Like, he'd done a lot of theater stuff, and he'd worked with Brana, which is how he got the, the Loki role. He tried out for oh, Thor. He tried I out love for that Thor. he tried out for Thor. Yeah, and then yeah. they cast him as Loki. Um, and honestly, I mean, you know, he's played that role a bunch, but his career kind of took off. I mean, you know, he has, he has been the leading man in other uh, TV shows and films and stuff like that. And I think he's one of those cases where, like, kind of makes the show punch above its weight you know both him and wilson right. i think because they are so professional they're so good it elevates and i don't want to take anything away from the rest of the class uh, the cast uh when we musaku we saw uh gugu mbatara who is playing the judge who i think both of those characters will see a lot more of yeah. i mean they, these are all really great actors and i think that's the the cachet of Marvel lets them really kind of cast basically whoever they want because people mm-hmm. are like, yeah, Marvel, fine. I'm in. Like, I know I'll, you know, get a, like, yeah. get some money and probably have a possibility of coming back. And I think Hiddleston in particular is not only does I think, do I think he legitimately does really enjoy playing Loki? And he talked about in some interview, I think I read where he's like, you know, he's like, I've lived this character for so long. Like, I, and people are asking him, like, on the, on, on set and stuff about, things that loki would do or wouldn't do because they're like you've spent more time with this character than anybody (laughs) uh and i and i think he knows a that it it made his career and that that is a big deal and b i think he genuinely has fondness for this character because it's such a versatile vibrant character uh you know there's there's a lot of range within that character and he he plays it very well so um, I'm glad that he is. He seems very enthusiastic about doing it. You can tell sometimes when people get tired of doing a role and kind of phone it in or decide like, oh my god, yeah. I'm in a contract. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you subtweeting the Flash. Hey, <laughs> but you know he's yeah. been playing this for what uh, over a decade. Um, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm glad if he wants to come back and give us more. I'm glad, and yeah. the show looks. Yeah. It's a fun right. setting to put him in. So. We'll yeah. look forward to more of that. Uh, yeah, continuing. And it's, it's great. I mean, like you know, because the, the same thing happened with both of these previous shows too. I think. Um, yeah. 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 Um, Anthony Mackie and um, Sebastian Stan are both great, and I mean, you know, I think that show had more problems than either the other two for sure. Um, but um, you know, uh, and the the two actors in One Division also turned out to be fantastic. I mean, obviously Elizabeth Olsen wasn't a, not, not really a surprise particularly, but um, it's just great that they get people who are so good at the craft that they can do it like they can they can have them play bit parts and then do a centerpiece thing later yeah, yeah i think yeah. that's really great and, and one one other thing besides like the surface layer stuff of like time travel and some animation that, that both of these episodes and shows share is uh they do let actors go big right like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you're given a pretty broad canvas to paint a god of mischief on or yeah like a woman who's been in hell and comes back and finds herself in the rain without an umbrella kind of thing. Like there, there's, I, I, there's a richness and an opportunity there to, to act, like act big in, in mm-hmm. weird and interesting ways, which is, you know, probably another pull. And uh, especially when you're nailing it on this technical level and this sort of writing level, 
and just childlike wonder mixed with like some real sort of pathos in terms of you know uh i i wouldn't want to be in a room and see my life play out in front of me yeah no and, it's, hor- you know, it's horrifying it really is horrifying <laughs> well, especially when you're seeing his like his dad telling him that he loves him and that you know like the state of his point the point of his life that he is right there is not he's not happy with odin he's not happy with thor and then seeing it play out and be accepted and yeah you know that that's it's interesting it's yeah it's a it's a i don't want to call it a cheap trick because i don't think it is but again like in terms of being able to sort of get this loki to a point where we feel about him similarly to the way that we feel about the other loki that we have spent 10 years with it is Mm -hmm. a convenient mechanism for being able to confront him with his own not just mortality as a god but as a you know somebody who never never lived up to the potential that he wanted to live up to like that is a powerful way to demonstrate that and i think it it grounds the character in a way that we otherwise i think would just uh he would bounce off everything that's happening here right like he would be be uh either trying to work an angle all the time lying to everybody or yeah. just sort of picking fights, right? Like, as to Guy's right. point, it's you need to have something... To, it's easy to make this character... I think it's easy to make this character just be a villain. Right? Yes. Yeah. And and I like that Mobius do that doesn't see him that way. That line, I think, really worked for me. I feel like, you know, there's more to Loki than just being a villain. And I think it's... In some yeah. ways, that's a remediation of his appearance in the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Exactly. All right. We will be back next week to talk about episode two of Loki and uh, the following weeks. Uh, the, also, the episode of Listen Tomorrow there is that week. We'll be doing double duty for a few weeks here. We'll see how that goes. Uh, <laughs> organizing sh- it is much harder than it should be. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's too yeah, much us. good superhero stuff. Yeah. But, for us. That, yeah. Anybody competent yeah. could do a much better job. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, I, of course, like to thank my co host, John Moltz. Thanks for being here. I would also like to remind our readers that if you would like to support the show, you mm. can go to cottonbureau.com. And not only do we now have one shirt or two shirts or three shirts, we have four shirts oh now. Oh my gosh, that's a lot. If of you shirts. search on TVA, you will find four different Time Variance Authority shirts from this very show that we were talking about. And um, you, if you buy one, you support the show. And you'll if also. If you buy four, even better. I'm sorry, you'll look good just just wearing them because. They do, I, they do I, legitimately I, look speaking, good. Yeah. Speaking, you know, if I, if I may. <laughs> they turned out pretty well. They're made so. to measure. Uh, i will say john so long as you have very specific measurements uh, yes i will say john last night i i mentioned you guys before the show i went over to watch with uh my pal tony sindelar uh and his uh partner was wearing your tva shirt uh so i i you know that's right you want to be a cool kid you buy the shirts that's all we're saying (laughs) guy english always a pleasure you lie to me every week you're you're just doing the loki thing (laughs) you have a standard out and you you never really thanks man you caught me yeah you caught me yeah <laughs> thank you everybody out there for listening for reading the transcripts for following along for buying the shirts uh for just being you know general biffs we really appreciate it and we'll see you next week Dun, 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 yeah, it's usually me then. I was like, I don't, do I do it now? I left it too long. Yeah.